0: Welcome to DevTools-topia, where we have casual and unpretentious conversations about developer tools and the future of the software industry. I'm your host, Kate Catlin. Hello. Today, we are talking to Wesley Faulkner, who is a developer advocate for Daily. Uh, Daily does real-time video APIs, which I know nothing about. So this is going to be an extra fun conversation where I learn a ton. Thank you so much for joining us, Wesley.
1: Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure. This is one of the first shows that I've done in this new role, so like I'm, I'm getting all my bugs out, which is really great.
0: Oh, this will be great for both of us. Um, fantastic. So, I the first question that I have for you, uh, that I suspect that a lot of listeners will also have, is video real time apis what what makes a video api situation different than any api out in the out in the universe
1: i think part of it is that you're not guaranteed to have all the information once it's sent it will not necessarily reach its destination so if you send a whole bunch of video frames some of those may be dropped and depending on routing, some of it may re- like, end up being out of order. And so you're just going to forget those on the receiving end. So it's better to drop those frames and not receive them in order to keep the communication real-time. If there is a huge buffer that captures all those frames, then it will be out of sync and having a conversation will be super annoying because you'll start talking over each other because things would be so delayed like being on a satellite connection uh, for video. If you've ever seen like a newscaster uh, talk to someone who's in a far off land, they say their question and it's like, uh-huh, 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 and wait. And then you see the other person start to respond. It's kind of like that. Like
0: the super awkward pause in between, like while the, the message goes through the satellites. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and we see that uh, as we all work remote right now, we're seeing that a lot on zoom, right? Like for a yes. second, is this like, when someone freezes on zoom and Mm -hmm. then I never get back the three seconds of whatever they said while they were frozen.
1: Right. Or that robot voice that we all know about. That's because some of those, uh, some of those bits were dropped. And, and so it doesn't make sense, um, audibly what they're saying because, uh, it's dealing, the computer's dealing with incomplete information in order to reproduce that voice on the other end.
0: Wait, what's the robot voice?
1: I don't think I've had that. When when someone goes (laughs) <laughs> it, it's because that oh. not all the, all the data is getting through of, of what they're saying.
0: Wow, interesting. But you've made kind of the product decision with a video API, like, we don't need all that. We're, we're good. It's better to just move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, because it's the, communication is the thing. You want to try to do that as much as possible, um, for instance, um, there are times where it doesn't necessarily need to be real time, like for instance, if you're doing a YouTube broadcast where you're the presenter, but your audience is not communicating with you, but they are consuming some of the the, the video and audio you're producing, and so you it makes sense to have a larger buffer for that, and that doesn't necessarily need to be real time, but it's still video
0: Wow. This is not a thing that I have ever thought about as a like as a usually web app developer. I feel like my eyes have been opened to a whole new world that I didn't know existed. This is so exciting.
1: Yes, and it's extremely complicated. That's why we made an API. Um, it's built <laughs> off of uh, WebRTC, which is built into a lot of browsers nowadays. Um, but each browser handles it slightly different. So. If you remember back in the Internet Explorer days, we are like, well, we do this in Safari, we do this in Chrome, we do this in IE, which doesn't have all these tools. Um, the WebRTC implementation for dif- different browsers are also really complicated. So this API that Daily makes kind of abstracts some of those uh, quirks of each individual browser.
0: Fascinating. Wow. And how long has Daily been around? How long have they been working on this?
1: I would say in some form, daily has been around since 2014, so quite a while. But it's pivoted several times and had different names. Um, but the founder um, was one of the first people to start tinkering with WebRTC. And they initially had a company called Pluot, which was since I mentioned the implementation problem. So they had a hardware implementation of WebRTC, so you got a little box a known quantity on both ends of the call that they use WebRTC in the middle to transmit over the internet. But uh, it's almost like an embedded Chrome that was running on the box. And that's how they started with WebRTC. Now it's mature enough that browsers can run it um, and pretty consistently in some ways. And so now they're able to, instead of using hardware, use just the browser that you will have on your PC, your computer, or your phone.
0: Amazing. Um, and how I imagine, okay, I'm going to say a statement that's really ignorant, but I imagine this space is growing. Like, like, <laughs> there's, is there, am I right that there's more yeah. API needs happening? Can you Absolutely. speak a little bit more? Like, why is that changing in the industry?
1: So, there's a lot of reasons. Um, I think video on the internet was the equivalent of credit cards on the internet before who's going to do that? Why would you want to do that? You're going to put your credit card number on the internet and then web commerce erupted because um, someone did it right, someone made it easy and someone made it simple. And so now all these other companies are making web commerce a thing and people feel like, yeah, it's I do it regularly. So thus I'm more comfortable doing it. I think this whole pandemic has is kind of like the kickstarting of that. That web video has been around forever. And people are like, you're really going to turn your camera on? You're at home. Uh, right. but, but, but now we're all kind of getting used to it. Oh, we're having a meeting and then you get a link to the meeting and the meeting is a video meeting. And you don't think that's weird. Um, that's kind of a thing that people, the muscle that people have built up over this pandemic where it's now a thing because uh, it has been a thing and now people are comfortable and you see different video implementations And we're talking about a video API. And I just want to also clarify that right now, when we think video, you think Zoom, you think Google Meet. But video comes in so many different forms. It's not just web conferencing. Um, There's different collaborations. Um, There's life
0: outside of Zoom? I'm (laughs) I'm confused.
1: (laughs) Zoom's a really good example. So Zoom is a web video conferencing system. That now has apps. They call them Z apps or Zapps, where you can do Asana or you can do all these integrations inside of Zoom. What Daily does from an API level allows you to flip it. So instead of having a video conferences with apps, you're now able to have apps with conferencing in it. Uh, here's an example. There's a one of there's a company called Duck, Z- Git Duck, G I T Duck. It's pair programming with video. So oh, you both compare program, but you have little video icons in the application, so you can still chat without having to switch the app. And so the video is more an enhancement of the application rather than being the purpose. So you can turn it off, turn it on, and um, but daily allows for that implementation to happen without you having the programmer to worry about how you're doing the connection, how you're handling quality um, and all of that stuff. We handle all of that for you. So you just put in a few lines of code and then you're able to put in that interaction. So we handle all of that for you. Um, There's another company called um, uh, Pitch. So have you heard of Pitch?
0: I have not heard of Pitch. Okay.
1: So it's like Google Slides or... um, or PowerPoint with collaboration. So you both can work on the same deck and have like video on the cursor and saying, I think we should make this bigger or I think that we should include this here. And so you both can collaborate on slides and creating slides. And uh, one awesome feature also is that you can assign slides to people as a task. So like you're in charge of the customer story slide and you're in charge of the history of the company slide. And you all can work collaboratively on slides together, and with video, you're able to it, it can you can know who's talking about what and really like emote that you like you, um, like you couldn't do if you were just doing text. Um, so right. saying we should make this bigger is a lot different than saying we should make this bigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right cuz you can't convey tone in writing.
1: Exactly. Right
0: yeah. and, it, and that's a huge problem in modern workplaces cuz it's always perceived as what 10x colder than it actually is.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So like um you can have like you can you can't convey all that warmth if you say this looks wrong or the saying I think this looks wrong. It it mm. it does matter. It does matter and video does help with like did you hear what Jim said in the meeting? Um, yeah, it, it prevents that from happening because you're able to actually um, communicate tone, which is really, really helpful. And also, you know, we're all at home. We're all separated from our coworkers. Video is actually something that does help with connection. Um, even you and oh, I, yeah. like, we, we, we didn't know each other before this, but if this was a phone call and I couldn't read how, you, how you're receiving what I'm saying and vice versa, it would, be, it would go probably so much worse. Like if I'm doing, yeah. you know I'm about to speak. Like if I just stand there with my mouth open, I'm sorry, this <laughs> is audio only. Like it's easier to tell things that even audio only has some drawbacks.
0: Yeah, I, I read once that um, communication is much like tossing a baseball back and forth. Like, you know, it's like, how hard do you throw it? It's how good am I at catching? Um, and a lot of it's body language. Like yeah. if you're trying to catch a baseball that's being thrown at you, but you have your eyes closed, it's a lot harder. And that's, that's basically what we're doing with text-only communication. So video kind of allows you to get some of the, those visual cues back again.
1: Yeah. And if I'm throwing the ball to you, I want to make sure you're facing me Um, Mm. because that's also very important. So it's (laughs) not just the action. It's like you have to do it at the right time.
0: That's a very good point. Wow. That's interesting. So, so is exploding and probably going to continue to explode. Um, What did everyone in the industry use before they had products like daily? Like, was everyone just building their own solution to this? Was there? Oh, oh no! (laughs) Sounds like a big distraction.
1: Yes, but um, because the caveats of how implementation is done, especially in WebRTC, there is there are different rules. Like some would just build it, but say you can only use Chrome, and some would say, okay, you can use Safari, but you have to make sure you're using this version, or you can have only five participants instead of 20. So there are some scaling issues. There are some really, once you get to larger participants and attendees and viewers and cameras and mics, there's a whole bunch of things that you have to work out. Uh, It's really complicated. And so a lot of people were coding their own solutions and edge cases be damned. They're just like, (laughs) if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But let's just say that people can't use Certain type of equipments. You can only have one camera attached, for instance, because we have a problem auto-detecting which kind of camera should be primary, that kind of stuff. Um, There have been a lot of different ways of handling it, and people have just said, um, you know, we're just going to embed it in an app instead of it being in a browser where you can control more of the environmental. Variables and how things are used. Um, so yeah, everyone's coding their own, and like there was a lot of questions about during the pandemic why is Zoom becoming more popular when we've had Skype for I don't know how long um, oh. we've had we've had WebEx, <laughs> right? Why is Zoom taking off? It's because, like I said, it doesn't those other solutions didn't work all the time. They weren't as good, and it didn't matter because it the people weren't clamoring for a better solution because they didn't really need one because they say, we ran, we rarely use it or it works good enough. Uh, like we're recording this via Zoom for this podcast because the audio is better. Yeah. Uh, and the video is clear. Um, so there are things that use cases like this in the future, like we're, we're going to get to, where um, having this ability allows people to do things they weren't able to do because we have the tools.
0: So it's like the table stakes of quality got raised like before you could have had edge cases before it could have been glitchy, but now it's like we're using this all day. It has to run. It has to do well. Wow. So how do you think that's going to, I mean, even in the last year that has completely transformed Uh, who would have thought we'd have a pandemic and everyone would work from home. Um, What? if it is possible to predict the next year, how do, you, how do you think the industry around video APIs or the technology itself is going to change over the next year okay. going forward?
1: I think for, on the technology standpoint, um, we'll probably see new creative ways of tackling problems. I'm not sure if you've been following a lot of the M1 news with Apple. Oh, No. So they've What's made their on? own processor called the M1 that's based off ARM, and with processors you usually hear like math coprocessor, so like it does floating point or do um, this this acceleration hardware acceleration. With the M1, they added JavaScript acceleration on the hardware and so when you're loading a web page it actually loads faster <laughs> because you have hardware doing some of that instead of it being all software with wow
0: that reminds it, me of like the mind explosion meme you know yeah. where they like <laughs> anyway sorry please continue
1: yeah like so you hear like before like javascript uh, engines like are you going to use the the chrome JavaScript because it goes so much faster, or Safari JavaScript engine because it's so much faster, or uh, Firefox their their VP8 or their their acceleration depending their um not, I was saying VP8, but because VP8 is what's used for video acceleration, that's um, how the encoding happens. Right now, there's H.264 that has hardware acceleration, so if you encode. This the bits that I'm sending you in H.264. Your CPU is doing some of that decode, which means that it's uh, not working so hard to do the encoding. Um, But in the future, there's going to be H.265, for instance. Um, So hopefully, there'll be hardware acceleration, so we can, in the same bandwidth, uh, we're able to encode higher quality settings for video and higher quality for audio, and so. That in conjunction with in the future, hopefully, let's say next year, we're starting to see the rollout of um, of the next version of wireless. Um, we have LTE, but now we're talking about um, moving into like Wi-Fi 5 and all these low latency standards going forward. And so, video like here, if, the further away, if you're connected to a 5G connection with us with a quicker ping that means that there's less delay between you and I. And so real-time communication with being able to send less bits that are higher quality means that video would be so much easier on cell phones. With video on cell oh. phones being everywhere and portable, um, there's tons of different use cases that are coming up. Like um, I know people do um, FaceTime, but think about FaceTime, right. that, but with higher quality, but for every phone and for people all around the world.
0: Wow, I wonder if a year from now I will ever call my mother or if we will just FaceTime exclusively. like that would be fascinating if that was the future. Yeah, huh.
1: And think I about think, being on a crappy like cellular connection and still being able to see this have the same quality
0: Yeah. And, and then we can just, like, affix them to our face shields, too. So, like, my hands will be free while I'm FaceTiming my mom. This will work yeah, out great.
1: Yes. it be like one of those horror movies where it's just a stick facing you. And then as you're running, your face is, like, still, but the whole background is jiggling.
0: I've always wanted my life to be more like a horror movie. So, yeah. now, now's my chance. This is great.
1: I think it's 2020. I think uh, your wish is... Here, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my wish was granted. Yeah, I'm yeah. no kidding. <laughs> oh, hilarious! Uh, okay, so that's like one year out. Um, what do you think happens in the next ten years? Is it is it possible to predict where this is going a little bit further out, or are there so many unknowns that it gets difficult?
1: So, I was if I was in Vegas, what would I bet on? Um, yeah.
0: Oh, great rephrasing.
1: I think it's kind of like IoT. You know, it's like, do you need like internet connected light bulb? Do you need internet connected fridge? And a lot of people are saying yes now. <laughs> yes, we do. We need to kick all the stuff to the internet. I think maybe we'll start to see video and more stuff. Um, what, where and,
0: do you think we'll see it? What do you think?
1: Like glasses. Oh. Uh, uh, we might see it. And like, I've seen fitness mirrors, mirrors that have oh. video in it. Um, you might have video in your bathroom mirror, maybe not two way, but maybe one way where like you're catching up on the day's news or you're, um, you're getting a video recap of, of your email. Uh, you have AI reading your email in the morning saying, Hey, here's the emails you got to, you want to prioritize those. Um, just AI oh, yeah. assisted interactions. Cause if you think about, have you seen, um, uh, what is that video with deep fakes? This is like, I'm. this is not a person uh, or this person's not me. real. Huh. So there's a thing called GANs with his generative adversarial networks for AI. So an AI will come up with a picture and then I'll have another AI saying, that doesn't look like a human and give feedback. And then the other AI will say, take all that feedback and do another iteration and saying, now does this look like a person? And so the other AI is finding all the problems and refining the other AI that makes it uh, look more human or like a real person. So That there's is a,
0: terrifying.
1: So there are, with GANs, they're, they're able to make fake lifelike people, meaning like the people that you see don't ever ex- exist. Um, they've never have existed. So they make people that way and they do the same with voices. And so you're able to make, with GANs, an artificial voice and artificial face, and then you can generate those on the fly. And then so you can have like your own personal assistant that doesn't look like anyone else's personal assistant. Like they're just being born in this virtual space. And so it's a possibility to have video with all these people who never existed, who will never exist except in this virtual world. You can have a game show with putting all these people in the audience. You can have um, a counseling session a peer group where everyone's behind one of these fake people where that someone could be typing in what to say and they could look totally different. And all that stuff is possible in the future, is my guess.
0: Wow. Okay, no one can see this because it's a podcast, but my jaw has been dropped for the last 60 seconds. That is, is is that is that cool or is that terrifying? Like I don't
1: know. Let me find that site.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm imagining this world where like, Reality just becomes so disconnected, like
1: all right here it is. go to this person does not exist dot com
0: this person does not exist dot com that wow
1: and just hit refresh
0: okay, we're hitting refresh and people are just coming up and you you're telling me that these people have never existed right they one hundred percent look like people. I mean they even have like sparkles in their eyes and lines on their noses. Yeah. This is this is incredible and also terrifying.
1: Yeah. And then you see the little card at the bottom. Yeah. And it tells you when it was created or when it was generated and how it works and all that stuff. And then at the bottom <laughs> you can says, see don't
0: panic. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> but you can see there's art, there's cats, there's horses, all this stuff.
0: Wow. Huh. So basically, in the future, I'll have FaceTimes with like my AI mom, not my yeah. real mom. Possibly. Basically, like, yeah. oh, your mom's busy. Here's someone else to talk to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Fascinating. Terrifying.
1: I don't know. What do you, how
0: do you feel about it? like do you feel hopeful for this future or do you feel like oh my gosh we got to pump the brakes on this? Like where No. You-
1: like when when uh printers like color printers came out people were worried that oh people are just going to copy money and then everyone's going to have counterfeit cash everywhere. Right. There, there there's other tech that fixes that and we all get used to it. Um when uh Photoshop was released people were like oh, now you can't tell what's real and what's fake with Photoshop. And then people were like, ah, oh, that's probably Photoshop and because you have this amount of skepticism. I think we'll have the same mm. with these types of systems where it's like, oh yeah, that's probably fake. And we, we and it won't be even a second thought.
0: Huh. So we'll just develop, kind of, it's like the evolution of our mindsets. Like we'll just develop like more skepticism as we go forward. Like the more people are, like in these worlds where a lot of fakeness exists, the more they'll be able to
1: differentiate between what's real and what's fake. Yeah, I mean, like you even, like even today, people probably look at Instagram and like, yeah, I know that's not real. Even oh, though, right. you know, it's it probably like a little bit of realness to it, but you know, it's been processed, edited, <laughs> that kind of stuff.
0: Oh yeah, I've got Lightroom downloaded. Every sunset I post was probably 50% as cool as how it looks. Exactly, like, right?
1: yeah. exactly. And like, we think we, we see it and we have real images mixed in with fake images all the time. We'll watch a movie and then switch to a documentary and be okay with it. Like the first one was real. The second one, I mean, the first one was fake. The second one was real. The, the horror movie didn't actually happen. But that Chernobyl documentary, that actually did happen. I mean, we'll have the context to be able to be okay with this.
0: All right. That's a, that's a hopeful vision for all of this. I appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. I try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for an awesome conversation that went in a completely different direction than I thought it was going to go and was even better than I hoped. Mm -hmm. So that was phenomenal. Um, Thank you so much for the conversation. Uh, Where can people find out more about your work?
1: I personally, um, you can find me on Twitter most of the time. I'm wesley Three on Twitter. Uh, My company, Daily, if you want to do your own video API, is at daily.co. Uh, We also have uh, demos on GitHub, github slash daily dash co, if you want to look at our examples. Um, We have some pretty cool demos. Uh, And the good thing about us is you can start an account without a credit card number and it'll be free. So you don't have to worry about, like putting in a credit card, you don't have to worry about it expiring or it being only like a 30 day trial, you can use it and you'll get new credits every month automatically. So try out daily, make your own video conferencing uh, solution in minutes or, you know, come up with the next thing that you want uh, or use video in a project that you already have going to enhance it.